the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Right now it is uh, 12.06. Folks, happy December. It is uh, December 1st. We have made it to December. It's a sunny a uh, very enjoyable day outside, as you just heard the forecast. It is the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Now, remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. There's multiple ways to listen. Let me just adjust this. Number one, I want to say good afternoon. The first hour for the noon report, uh, we do Facebook Live. So, And we are using the new page, which is... Uh, if you go to the regular page, you can then connect to it. But it's uh, it's it's Juan News, R.I. Juan News, and then you can find it. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook. People are still discovering we have an exclusive live streaming channel now. Uh, and so that is working out very well. So find that. You can always listen AM 1380, flamethrower signal. Um, very, very powerful. Good afternoon to everybody in Massachusetts, folks. Huge news, obviously, with the political landscape in Massachusetts I'm going to touch on. And then certain parts of the state, northern part of the state. I was in Providence yesterday afternoon, and the 99.9 FM comes in very, very clear. And then also, like, tune in radio app. You just search. Or if you just say Siri, tune to WNRI. Or Alexa, search W. NRI and boom, there it is in crystal clear audio. When in doubt, go to the website, depetro.com. And folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They, the Christmas season is underway. They have everything you need decorating your home or business. Balsam, Fraser, fir, cut trees, uh, whether they're three feet, six to nine feet tall, potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths. 10 to even 60 inches. They have the giant reeds, swags, mistletoe, uh, hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots, cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts. Uh, they have unique birdhouses. That makes a great gift. And also sleigh custom made from a local artist, which really looks tremendous. Folks, they're unique, uh, one-of-a-kind gifts with meaning. Shop local. They're open every day. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. This Christmas season, I want to tell you, this is where I um, this is where we get our live Christmas tree. I like a live Christmas tree. You know, growing up, sometimes we used to have the artificial one, whatever we call it now. There's a new word. Uh, they don't use the word artificial anymore. I forget what it is. But anyhow, <clears throat> year-round or whatever it may be. But you know, there's nothing like the aroma that a fresh tree come, brings into the home. So stop it and see them, folks. They're located right off of Route 4. It's Rhode Island's number one garden center. You're going to find out why they're number one when you stop it and see them. It's PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. They're open, number one, they're open seven days a week. Number two, family-run business, shop local, and the service is tremendous. I was just speaking with a local business person, and they were saying that this person um, admitted that their service has fallen off just because they simply can't get enough workers, let alone uh, people that try to go to one of the big chains or anything where, I mean, they simply don't have the workers. They don't have that problem at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop off and see them today. Folks, check out the website. Everyone is buzzing about it. Um, Alorza has done it again. 
You have the uh, Providence Christmas tree. It's kind of like a big Charlie Brown tree. By the way, I also put a video on the on the Facebook page. No wonder the tree looks the way it is because I want to thank our friend Danny, who's a uh, listener of the program. Uh, he caught when they were delivering the tree to uh, Providence City Hall. I have the video up on John DePietro's show on Facebook. And they were dragging the poor Christmas tree. So no wonder the bottom of it looks terrible. Uh, but you can see that and a lot more. And then we'll have more on Governor McGreed, as he started to be called. And folks, DePietro.com, brought to you by the Centerdale. Centerdale Revival, uh, comfort food and cocktails. Shane runs a great place. Pop in, meet someone for a drink, have a dinner, have an appetizer. 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. And there's a link on DePietro.com for the Centerdale Revival. Well, folks, first I want to start off. Uh, the big, big news, obviously, is um, with what's going on in, in Massachusetts, because uh, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker will not seek reelection. So without question. Now, you think about um, you think about this now, a couple of things. Number one, he still is very, very popular in Massachusetts. I know that there's a number of Republicans that are not fond of him, but he's got two terms he has a 72% approval rating. He announced today he's not going to seek re-election. So that uh, certainly opens the door possibly for our friend Jeff Deal. I'm also seeing the Boston Globe is reporting Lieutenant Governor Karen Polito, who's the lieutenant governor, she will not run for governor, says one of her advisors. So again, this is going off the Boston Globe. So Polito and Charlie Baker both saying they're not seeking re-election next year. And Polito, not a candidate for governor. Now, that surprises me because she is lieutenant governor, um, un- unless she has another office in mind. But, you know, they are still very popular. Say what you want about Governor Baker. He's still a very popular governor. He's a Republican governor. Um, he has started to recognize the importance of the border. I also want to remind people, Governor Baker is... Um, and I don't, you know, they they give different things. Polito from Shrewsbury, she had been seen as the successor if he didn't seek a third term. And they've had numerous fundraisers across the state, so apparently she still has over two million in her campaign account. Um, but that so that that's a huge, huge development in in Massachusetts. And and I also want to say this about Governor Baker. And I know that certain, you know, a lot of the Trump people don't like him and he's never embraced President Trump. Um, There was even people telling him to run for a third term. I think the Boston Globe, someone had an editorial telling Governor Baker of Massachusetts, run for governor, but just uh, run as an independent. So um, he's 65 years old, would have entered the race as its front runner. Again, this is in the Globe. Um, he will forego a shot at history. No Massachusetts governor served three consecutive four-year terms. You know, they say they want to spend more time with their family. I just wonder if people are worn out by the pandemic, if they're just worn out by that. Uh, he says that it would be a distraction trying to run for re-election during COVID. And now you have the new variant that's come on the scene. Um, he also, Governor Baker, I want to remind people, he has a mandate for the state workers. I'm going to tell you the difference. Charlie Baker had a mandate for the um, state workforce of Massachusetts, I think it's 45,000 of them. Rhode Island's workforce is now up to 17,000. 17,000. Under 
when Governor Kacheri was governor, which now, you know, he left office in 2010. So when governor could think of this, right now it's 13 minutes past 12 on this Wednesday, December 1st, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. When Governor Don Kacheri left office, the state workforce, he had it under 10,000. Under 10,000. The state workforce now is 17,000. Between Chafee, Ramundo, McKee, 7,000 state jobs added, which is just absurd. So, but Baker has a mandate. You want to be a state worker? You have to get the vaccine or you, Governor McKee is basically bribing people or trying to with, um, with his, this whole thing of giving them 3,000. So now Jeff Deal, this certainly opens the door for Jeff Deal. That um, he had challenged Elizabeth Warren. We're going to have him on the program, um, not today, but very shortly. Uh, I like Jeff, and, and I thought he ran a very co- good campaign against um, a very good campaign against uh, Elizabeth Warren. So if if Jeff Deal is going to be the Republican nominee for um, for governor, that it um. It, it, it certainly that that paves the road for him. So that's big, big news. Now, closer to home. Now, a couple of things. Um, and right now it's 1215. I, I want to touch on, as many of you know, I normally attend the Governor McKee COVID press briefings. And this morning he had his COVID press press briefing at 930. And, and you know, when, when you're doing a three hour radio show each day. There's a certain routine you fall into. So I'm not saying it would have been out of question. I've had to move a lot of things around if I was going to attend. I will tell you now, I'm telling Jeff, now I regret not going. I'll be honest, folks. I don't like the way they run the press briefings. Uh, it's very much, you know, they, I, I get that they're broadcast on television and some radio. But the thing about the McKee press briefing is because of that, they, they, you can't talk basically unless you have the microphone. And frankly, I don't like the way they do it. Um, they, they don't allow a lot of follow up. One thing I will say about Governor Mundo, she used to just have the Veterans Auditorium mic'd. So, you know, you, so you could hear the question, but there wasn't this element of the microphone. The way the McKee people do it, it's almost like a game. Where, oh, you, you can't talk. You don't have the microphone. Nope, no more talking. That's it. No follow-up. And I, I really resent it. Um, it's not, you know, it's either him. It could be his staff, whatever. Now I regret not going. Now I regret not going. Um, because he should have been, and I'm going to play the sound. At least Crandall, Brian Crandall at Channel 10 got him yesterday. But I regret not going because I thought between the Boston Globe, the Providence Journal, and Channel 12... That they would grill him and ask him more about these bonuses, vaccine bonuses he's giving to state workers. Now, I posted on the Facebook page, you know, Governor, Governor McKee, who, folks, and I'll just share with you, um, my opinion has, and I know, listen, they don't care what I think of him, but my opinion of him has, has really changed. When he came in, I didn't know him. Um, I obviously was leery of him. Simply because, um, 
you know, he's good friends with Pork Boy and uh, the whole thing. Anyone that would be friendly with that fathead, obviously, you know, you like birds of a feather type of thing. Now it totally makes sense. Right now, I totally see the friendship between him and Dan Pork. Because they're the, you know, now it all starts to fit together. I have a completely different opinion of the guy. Um, Governor McKee, I'm going to hold up for the Facebook crowd. So this is him at an event. And this, never mind he had been at the event where they were waving the towel, the um, napkins in the air. So this is where he's with a group of people. And they're in, I guess, you know, at these events, they have these photo booths. So, and he's there, and there's, um, there's actually a guy that got arrested for the city of Providence for stealing city property. But he's also there with uh, Ed Brady, uh, and then also the, but anyhow, there, you see them, look at that, no mask with the group. I'm holding it up for everyone at Facebook. Look at that, group, no mask. So, now, I didn't hear anyone ask the question today. And again, now I regret not going. So, Governor McKee. He's alone at the podium wearing a mask. Like, what What exactly is going on? Now he's wearing a mask. So you, when you're alone, it's all theater. It's all theater. So when he's alone, he's wearing a mask. And then they're all wearing them. He said, like, you tell me, but where would the, what is going on? Like, it's all charade. They don't even know when they're wearing and not wearing. Yesterday, Biden walked out. The president, he wasn't wearing a mask. And then he put on a mask. And then Governor McKee's, then he, I think Biden took it off. McKee was talking through the mask, which is fine. But, but I just want to be very clear. And I played it last hour. I'm going to play it again. But th- this, um, let, let me just be very clear about this $3,000. He's now trying to spin it saying there's nothing about it that's good. I'll tell you something that I have. Um, and again, I regret not going. I will go to the next briefing. I will catch up with them because I, I did. I made the mistake. I thought, folks, this one's on me. I would have had to rearrange things, but it should have been done. Because I thought wrongly, wrongly. That the rest of the media would ask very obvious question, which was he is he is buying votes, bribing with this bonus and the Republican Party. I want to continue and encourage them to jump on it. And let me just back up for a moment. Um, During this whole thing, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, for almost two years now, March of 20, it's going to be two years in March. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, always her favorite word is equity. Her and Raimondo, equity, equity. Testing must be done, equity. Central Falls had the highest rate, but they're treated the same as Block Island because of equity. Central Falls at one point had the highest transmission of COVID in the world. And they were treated the same as Jamestown that had five cases of it. Why? Equity. Then when it came to the vaccine... Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott said, well, the people of Providence Central Falls, they should get the vaccine first. And why is that? Equity. Equity. Governor Raimondo, Commerce Secretary Raimondo recently said equity drives everything they do in her department. Equity, equity. And I get the concept. Everybody treated the same, right? So 
Not even though that's really not how it went down. However, they preach equity. And now look what's going on. When Governor McKee, because the state took over the Providence teachers, uh, because they took over that contract, they were the one negotiating with the Providence Teachers Union. And what did they do? They gave all the Providence teachers a $3,000 bonus. And it was described that, listen, they've been through a lot and it was tough trying to teach kids during COVID and blah, blah, blah. Now, one thing I will say, I don't even think Alorza would have given them the three grand, but McKee did. What is really, we're learning now, and this is the union trick, is it's they try to get something in and then it sets the precedent. And then they argue. And if you won't give it to them, they'll go to court. And they'll say, this union is getting this perk. And now, you know, we want this one to get it. And that is how they operate. And no one will tell you this. And it's so important. But I want you to understand, this is also, this is the big danger with all the different 39 cities and towns having different teachers contracts. Because the teachers unions are professional negotiators. And, and I've learned this years ago. When they're in a negotiation, whether it's Pawtucket or Coventry, you know, there's certain things they want, but then there's little things they want to sneak through. And the people on the school committee, let's just say it was Pawtucket or Coventry or wherever, they're not even aware and they're not even realize what a big deal it is. But the, the teachers' unions know because if they can sneak it into a contract in, pick a place, Smithfield, North Smithfield, Cumberland, Lincoln, wherever, they could sneak it into a contract on Block Island or we're at Newport. Then the rest of the unions all can then say, hey, hey, whoa, the teachers here are getting it, so we want it. The unions are professional negotiators when it comes to precedent. So McKee, either knowingly or not knowingly, got, got played because they gave the teachers 3000 So now they're negotiating a new contract with the state workers. And what do you think the state workers say? Well, we want 3000 So here's the sneaky part of Governor McKee and his staff. Someone came up with it. Uh, we're going to give them, we're going to make up something. It's going to be COVID money, which is taxpayer money. We're going to give them 1500 each for each vaccine. State worker, union worker. 17000 of them in Rhode Island. What what does it cost to give seventeen thousand state workers three thousand each, fifty one million? So, what happened to equity, Doctor Scott? I thought everyone's treated the same. Why is this small select group going to receive three thousand each? What about the rest of the population? See, they are buying votes. Governor McKee's going to give them fifteen hundred the month of December, which is wrong. This is corruption. This is bribery. I will call it out. It should be investigated. There should be ethics complaints put about it. That is taxpayer money. He wants to give the 1500 December. And then here's the real, you know, I didn't think he was like a slick, slippery type guy, sleaze guy. Totally different now. He's going to give another 1500 Oh, in July. Why is July important? Because early voting for the Democrat primary starts in August. And he wants to remind them. Who gave them the money? Do you know, I'll give credit to Brian Crandall. Asked him about it last night. I'm going to play the sound. Now, one, I don't get it. But however, I've been to those press briefings. And maybe the reporter that wanted to ask about it just wasn't chosen to give the microphone. 
I assure you, I will go. I will make more of an effort, whatever. I thought someone would ask. See, this, this is what started the whole me on the street, one after dark, going to the protests. Because a lot of times the rest of the media wouldn't cover it. Or they would not present what I thought was the accurate story of what was going on. Here we go again. You know, every time I think, well, someone is surely going to ask that, right? There's no reason. It's not like Juan has to go. I was wrong. I was wrong. Once again. You know, once I, I, I've never made a mistake. One time I thought I did, but I was mistaken. No, anyway, no, I'm never wrong. One time I thought I was wrong, but I was mistaken. I was wrong. Once again. Folks, this is on me. This one's on me. I didn't go. Why didn't I go? Because I didn't, I'm not used to them having it at 930 in the morning, A, and I just, I don't like the nature. But now I should have gone and I should have just asked my questions. Uh, But I want you to be very clear. Now he's got, you know, his defenders trying to say, oh, this is very common that they get incentives and uh, what's he call it? I forget another word. I'll play the Channel 10 thing. Um, I just want you to understand it's all total BS. It is. It's it's what, what, it, what I find troubling about the former mayor of Cumberland and the governor, Dan McKee, is like they say things and they 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 either they 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 really think I didn't think he was one of those like thinks they're the smartest in the room. But he is one of those types. I didn't think I didn't realize it that, you know, they think they could sell ice to, uh, to an Eskimo type of thing, you know, Um they think that you're just going to believe whatever they say, um, which is insulting. We don't. This is easy to see. Equity doesn't mean you give a certain select group $3,000. Do you know there are state workers that got the vaccine back in the springtime? And now, do they need incentive to get the vaccine? No. Uh, Rhode Island, he says, is one of the top states for giving, getting the vaccine. I think 90 95%. So why are you giving? There's no reasonable explanation. Well, we're going to do it as a thing. No, 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 no. The general public was offered a $1 scratch ticket if you go. Uh, John Hazenwhite of Taco, who who agreed to buy 1,000 scratch tickets, called the thing a bust. Said it was him, the governor, six media people. No one showed up. Not for a $1 scratch ticket. Think of that. If you get vaccinated, here's a $1 scratch ticket. It doesn't mean you're a winner. You know, it doesn't even mean you win. Hey, I won two bucks or five bucks, 10 bucks, nothing. He is doing this with the union. Number one, they made precedent with the Providence Teachers Union. Gave them $3,000. Now, Council 94. They all want 3000 Do you think the other unions are going to sit back? Is this going to encourage people to get the vaccine? No. Huge part of the workforce has it. So what is the point of this? This is, a, this is retroactive. The bulk of the people getting the money have already gotten the vaccine. So why would Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee be giving these union members Three thousand dollars, fifteen hundred month of December for the first shot, supposedly, and three thousand, another fifteen hundred in July. It, it's 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 a bribe. It's to remind them right before the primary. Does this mean it's a quid pro quo that they're going to endorse him? Um, no, but it also means they're not going to go against him. And I would venture to guess they may endorse him. They may endorse him, but I would venture to guess. 
that it's more along the lines of it's a way to neutralize them. It's a way to neutralize them and not have them go with someone else. That would be my guess. So I know that's a little bit of a long explanation, folks. At um, Right now it's 1229. I want to remind you this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by The CBD Store. Stop in and see them, 1845 Post Road in Warwick, The CBD Store, where they have hemp and CBD. It's all natural. You get 25% off your first purchase. Where is this place, Juan? It's right across. If you take the airport exit, they're at 1845 Post Road in Warwick. You can find them on Facebook, The CBD Store. And they can help you if you're fighting stress, anxiety, maybe need help sleeping, pain or seizure. They also have uh, CBD for your pets. Stop off and see them, The CBD Store, 1845 Post Road and Work. Folks, again, if you want to see the video of uh, the Providence Christmas tree that certainly to me looks like like a Charlie Brown tree, check it out on the website, depetro.com. And don't forget, depetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Check out, learn the brood difference, fresh ingredients, cozy environment, Johnson location, two of them, Cranston location, Pontiac Avenue. Johnson has a drive through location. Providence, the brand new one, 100 Westminster. It's beautiful. Full service bar. And then um, also you have the one on Bald Hill, uh, yeah, uh, Route 2, Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Uh, brood awakenings and online broodcoffeeshop.com. So again, folks, um, right now at 1231, you have some some pretty big stories. The first like really big story is that Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker is uh, not going to run. I'm going to play the interview. Governor McKee, uh, I mean, is he this whole thing of this app? Who, who's even asking for the app? Um, you know, we're going to have a vaccination card app. And uh, Rhode Island's going to test the test and stay program to expand. I, it's like they're not even addressing the things. He also, they never addressed the fact that the Warwick School Department basically uh, pushed Principal Jerry Habershaw to his death. They were suspended him. They were going to fire him for not wearing a mask. And they kept saying it was the McKean mask mandate. But without question, the big story of the day is Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker is not seeking re-election. And I think a little surprising, Lieutenant Governor Polito, she's she's also not going to uh, seek the office for governor. That's a little bit surprising. I'm going to play and I want to give um, I want to give credit to Brian Crandall of Channel 10 is the one that uh, he did catch up with Governor McKee yesterday afternoon at one of these 20, 30 things they're doing. And he did ask him, uh, I played a little bit of it last hour, but I want you to understand that this, the general public, there's two sets of rules. There's two sets of rules. You know, right now, without question, not only are the unions like in control, but the unions are like rolling over a Lorzer and McKee. I mean, they just are. I'm also seeing Providence City firefighters reach tentative contract deal. You know, I mentioned Alors is going to give them a five-year contract, a five-year contract. So the thing about that, yeah, of course, they're praising the agreement. Um, The thing about that and why those things should not be allowed, should not be allowed, is 
whoever, Mayor Alorza, is up next year. Next year are big elections. Next year are all the statewide elections, governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, secretary of state, general treasurer, Cicilline Langevin, but also mayor of Providence is up next year. So you, you have that. But the reason why the, the Alorza should not be allowed to do a five-year contract is a new mayor of Providence who could be elected next year. He has nowhere to go on the contract. He's going to be inheriting the contract. I don't, I don't think, do you know anyone that right now, other than an athlete, that it's a five-year contract? Do you have a five-year contract with your job? Who, who's even getting five-year contracts? Who's, who's, get, who's in this day and age, who's getting five-year contracts? Alorza is, you know, and I don't, he should not be allowed. Now, we'll see if the Providence City Council pushes back on that. They should push back on it. But um, this McKee thing is, is just, I mean, this is a joke. Um, and, and again, I, I, you know, I shouldn't blame myself. I shouldn't have to go. It's Channel 12 story. I'll have to go back through the whole video to see why they didn't ask the question or whoever was there from Channel 12, um, why they, I don't know why the Channel 12 reporter did not ask Governor McKee about it, but I do want to give credit to, to Crandall. Uh, Brian Crandall of, of NBC 10, at least yesterday, caught up with him. But Governor McKee said the taxpayers of the state are going to be happy about this deal. The taxpayers of Rhode Island are going to be really happy, excuse me, happy because we're taking care of the state workers. Folks, is there anyone within the sound of my voice that is remotely concerned about the, about the state workers? Like, his talking points are just a joke. What? The people, is there anyone right now that over the past year, have you been tossing and turning at night and you can't sleep because you're so concerned about the state workers? <laughs> I mean, is he, is he for real with this time? Like, I, I just, when does the nonsense end? What? The people of Rhode Island are going to be really happy about this because we're, you know, the public's going to see we did the right thing by the state workers and did right by the taxpayers. Well, here's, here's what I know about the general public. Um, and what about the state workers? Folks, all during the spring of 2020 last year and even through the summer, you know, the people were questioning Ramundo, not one state worker got laid off. Not one state worker had to, not one state worker had to in any way take a pay cut, was furloughed, zero. And Governor McKee says the people of the state are going to be really happy with what we're doing with the state workers. Is there anyone right now at 1237 on this Wednesday, December 1st? Like what planet are they are they living on? That is such a bad talking point. I don't know who wrote these talking points. These are bribes. You're paying bribes. I'm sure the union wants them. And Governor McKee says, well, we're using COVID money. We're using federal taxpayer money. Hey, listen, it's still our money. There's, there's no reasonable, logical explanation for Rhode Island Governor, former Mayor of Cumberland, Dan McKee, to give state workers 
and majority of them, it's retroactive. $3,000 bonus for getting the vaccine. Some of the union people say are saying on social media, oh, are you just saying it because not everyone's getting it? Yes, exactly. Right. It's not fair to the general public. Maybe you stooges aren't as stupid as I think you are. Yes, that's exactly what we are saying. What an absolute joke. All right, let's play. Um, this was uh, the Channel 10 uh, piece. And this you're going to hear where Crandall catches up with Governor uh, McReed. Bonus for thousands of Rhode Island state workers now has a lawmaker trying to end cash for shots in the future. The governor, just back from vacation, is defending himself against the backlash. NBC 10's Brian Crandall is live in Providence, where he questioned the governor. Brian? Well, Patrice and Dan, the largest state workers union, confirmed nearly two weeks ago that $3,000 vaccination bonuses were part of the contract deal that its members are now voting on. Well, after being away, Governor Dan McKee is now talking about it. Why is that part of their contract when you've said all along that you don't think Rhode Islanders need incentives to get the vaccine? Well, at this point, I think it's premature to even be talking about the contract details. So uh, that has not been approved yet. And until that gets... All right, hold on. And as I mentioned... Think how false that it's premature to talk about the contract details. They're voting on it. If when the union, it's very rare. When the leadership brings the union members a contract, I can't recall it being rejected. So they're voting on it. Well, I think it's premature. They're voting on it. How come the general public doesn't know the details? Again, terrible talking point. Terrible talking point. All right, here we go. I'm not going to get into the details on it, but I would say that stipends are part, about, are part of negotiations. Council 94, the largest state workers union, is expected to tally the contract votes Thursday on a deal its president confirmed to be earlier this month includes $3,000 in bonus money to vaccinated members. If all 3,800 members got the shot, that would be more than $11 million. Governor Dan McKee says the plan would be to use federal money to pay for any such stipend. Can the state afford this? And I know you say it's federal money, but it's still taxpayer money. No, it's taxpayer money. I don't deny that. I'm just saying it gives it, it certainly gives us relief in our state budget, and we want to take every every advantage we can to do that. But tying it to a vaccine is irritating. Hold on, that that is that that makes no sense at all. And good for Crandall. I would say that stipends are part about a part of negotiations. Stipends are part of negotiations. You're using COVID money as an incentive, and say listen, stipends. Now it's a new word, stipend. Right now at 1240, here's a word that no one else, good afternoon, folks. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. No one else has the stones to say it. It's a bribe. It's a bribe. And I guarantee you that Governor McKee will only go into forums to be interviewed where they won't use the word bribe. It's a bribe. Well, there's stipends. Please. It's not a stipend. Incentives. You're giving $3,000. You know why? Because they gave it to the teachers. And now he doesn't want to annoy the union. He needs them. The unions can make a difference in a Democrat primary. I repeat, the unions can make a difference in a Democrat primary. None of this, these are all talking points, a stipend. What happened to equity? Hey, Dr. Scott, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, what happened to equity? What happened to equity with COVID? Why is a small group number of people getting $3,000 to get the vaccine? 
Well, first of all, it's premature to talk about, and, you know, it's a stipend. No, 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 no. All BS. Council 94, the largest state workers union, is expected to tally the contract votes Thursday on a deal its president confirmed to be earlier this month includes $3,000 in bonus money to vaccinated members. If all 3,800 members got the shot, that would be more than $11 million. Governor Dan McKee says the plan would be to use federal money to pay for any such stipend. Can the state afford this? And I know you say it's federal money, but it's still taxpayer money. No, it's taxpayer money. I don't deny that. I'm just saying it gives it, it certainly gives us relief in our state budget, and we want to take every every advantage we can to do that. But a stipend—that's a very good point. A stipend are things like uniforms, travel, work boots. Uh, you know, actually, when I was in college, I received a stipend to run the campus radio station. So this is Charlene Lima. To a vaccine is irritating everyone. Deputy House Speaker Charlene Lima, a fellow Democrat, is proposing legislation to prevent such a bonus from being paid out in future deals. It's just the wrong way to approach it. I have absolutely no problem with workers getting a bonus or a $3,000 bonus, but that should be based on their work performance, not on a medical decision. The precedent sets is every other union is going to come in and want this. Indeed, leaders of other state workers' unions have told us they also anticipate getting the bonus in their upcoming contracts. It really depends on the on the timing and the circumstances of the negotiation. Everyone's different. And on this deal that's drawn so much criticism? The public's going to see that we did right by the state workers to provide great services to the people in the state of Rhode Island, and we did right by the taxpayers. You know, that that did right by the state workers. You know, he, he is just, uh, listen, folks, here's the thing. Uh, you know when you get nonsensical answers, let me just, at 1243, you know when you get nonsensical answers is when something doesn't make sense, right? When something doesn't make sense and the real reason is not revealed, that's when you get answers like that. So that was Governor Dan McKee on with Brian Crandall. Now, I have no idea why uh, whoever was at Channel 12 did not also have a microphone in front of him. Uh, I have no idea on that. And instead, they're pushing this vaccination app. Is there anyone even asking for this? But but the, here's the thing. When, when, when you're dealing with nonsense, when, when they won't reveal what the real reason is, that's when you get answers like that. You know, and I'll just give, you know, like a, a good, uh, I don't know, this isn't a perfect analogy, but the situation like the Jussie Smollett case in Chicago Right. Nothing about that. You know why nothing about that story makes sense is because it, it was a fraud. Right. He went to get it's it's it's, you know, 30 below zero and it's two thirty in the morning. And this actor, he goes alone to Subway and two black guys with MAGA hats uh, grab him, start yelling racial slurs put a noose on his neck, throw bleach on him, and yell MAGA country. You know why that story never made sense? Because we all know that's not the real story, right? That he hired those guys, they caught up with them. Now we're learning that they even had a rehearsal. He wrote a check to them. Um, he, uh, they, they were initially going to douse him with um, gasoline. And then he's like, I don't want gasoline on me. So instead he went with... Uh, bleach. 
So the reason why that story doesn't make sense, never made sense, why is because it's a fake. It's a it's a fraud story. This McKee thing, well, you know, it's a stipend. See, he's just trying to throw a contract lingo. Well, I'm I'm doing this. So the people of Rhode Island can finally get a good night's sleep and stop worrying about these state workers. Like, does anyone have any idea what he's talking about? I mean, that is just it, it, it's it's outrageous. Um, I have no I, I'm gonna, I don't want to be redundant. I'd have to go through the whole thing. I still have no idea why the Channel 12 reporter did not ask him about it. Next hour, I'll play some more of it. But it, it just like what? I'll have to replay. I don't know who was there. I don't know why they didn't ask about him. Like now, none of it. Well, we can't show you the contract because it's it's not being negotiated on. This already was negotiated. The reason why Council 94, the union, is voting on it is because the state has already given them something to vote on. Let me just explain something at 1246. Is there anyone listing that thinks a reasonable explanation. Governor McKee said, well, we can't talk about it because it's still being, it's not being negotiated. Do you think, would there be a process where the union leadership takes a deal to their members and say, here's the offer? I, 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 the eyes have it. Do you think they go back and then the McKee people would say, oh, no, no, we're not doing that. What, what do you talk, what do you mean we're not doing it? You just, that, we just voted on it. Now, if they reject it, do you think they're going to reject are the state workers, Council 94? And where this is disingenuous, this, could, this is going to be every union. There's no way. That's the way they operate. In for a penny, in for a pound. That union gets it, that union gets it. Come on. What, what do you think the whole solidarity thing is? And they'll take you to court if you're not going to give it to them. Um, this 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 explanation doesn't hold water. Do you think are the state workers going to say we no we're not taking the money for the vaccination? No, no. If they vote and agree, then the state has to live up to their end of the bargain. Unless at the state house they really start to push back on it, folks. On this Wednesday, December first. At 1248, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Cooks today, 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, plumbing, heating, and cooling. As Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. 24-hour emergency service, 401 732 6562 401 732 6562 gas boiler, oil boiler, and also, as I found out, hot water heater, Coogan Heating. Right now, are you having a problem with your heating system? You are? Call RE Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. Folks, as always, visit the website. By the way, tomorrow in the website, in the shop, all merchandise will be 15% off. 15% off tomorrow uh, in the website on DePetro.com in the shop for your uh, Christmas shopping. This portion of the program on the website um, is brought to you by Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. A great meal is waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. None of it makes sense. Um, 
Next hour, I'll have to find where, I don't know. I don't know why the reporter from Channel 12, whoever they sent, I don't know why that that particular reporter did not ask Governor McKee uh, about the the bribe, the $3,000. It's not a stipend. Well, you know, every contract negotiation, that's not what it is. It's not what it is. And all right, I, I have no problem with they want to do the roadshow and everything else. Um, and you know, all of that stuff is fine. They want to move it around. I don't think that's the worst idea. I don't even have a problem with moving the time. But I, I don't really like the setting that they set up where you have to, it's like you have to wait to be called on. And then even then they take the mic away. But I want to hear, um, let me just hear if maybe. This is Crandall. So this is the first question from the press conference. So in fairness to Crandall, Crandall asked him yesterday about the 3,000. And then so I can see where he's like, I'm not going to ask you again. Crandall asked him about it last night. I know Massachusetts have an app. Let me just. It's all very clear to us right now that the COVID. All right. Second question goes to Pat Ford. So he shuts him off and it's not bad. Where's the emergency? Governmental rights restrictions were instrumental. If you have a crystal ball, you would, as the president said, this is not a panic. We're not down about what that to keep people healthy. I can't believe he's wearing a mask. Oh, here's the Channel 12 question. Um, wanted to ask if you could just clarify a couple of things about oh. the app for the vaccination status. I think that's the globe. I think. Uh, either that or someone, they going back to the stupid app that no one even gives a Is blank it about. to call it a sort of vaccine passport? I know it's not a requirement necessarily is what you're saying, but if you more widely use. Hold on. Who is there? Folks, I apologize at 1251. Who Who is there from Channel 12? Like what? What? I, I, I'll admit. Um. I, I, if Channel 12 did not, I don't know why they didn't ask the question. It, it was really their story. They broke it. Um, it is. There's Alexandra Leslie. She got her question from Channel 12. And what does she ask about? The stupid app. All right. Well, then that's on her. She's the reporter from Channel 12. They're the ones that broke the story about the $3,000 bribe. I have no idea why they're asking about this app that no one cares about. It's a distraction. Who got the next question? Hold on, here we go. Again, they're asking about the stupid app. Vaccine passport, specifically what stage is it in development and when might it be available? I don't know who asked that. Who cares? An app? What? Like anyone gives a blank? They're, they're, they're like laughing. All right, here we go. What's the next question? Question over here. There's a question for you, Tom, about the name of the app. What, yeah, what's the name? I don't know. It's the COVID app. What's the name of the yeah, app? Magreed. We'll have that locked in once we roll it up. Oh, yeah. We can't wait. And then for the for the governor, uh, All right, this right is now, the I, I believe guy for the journal. Uh, several folks camped out in ah. front of the state house, and the Capitol Police attempted to move them briefly last night. What are you telling Matt Brown uh, and the Crow. Capitol Police to do with those folks if they do not leave and stay in front of the state house? 
So I haven't had a conversation with the Capitol Police. I was told that that may happen last night. Uh, and um, right now, the advocates that are talking about housing, that's why we talked about it at the front of the, of the press. All right, let me also just address this, because then you had the um, these people were there last night. And one of them is the um, Cynthia Mendez, the senator, and she's running for lieutenant governor. So and uh, some other people were there with her and they're all proud of themselves. And I tried to put out on social media, right? They're sleeping in a tent at the state house last night. And the Capitol Police officer said, listen, you can't camp here. And then they obviously talked to the state police and the state police. Governor McKee said he didn't know about it. Uh, somebody knew about it. But they decided, all right, we're not going to arrest them. But here's where the frauds are, are Cynthia Mendez, the lieutenant governor candidate, who's senator from East Providence. She took out old man Conley. And some of the rest of them is they didn't get arrested because they're political insiders. If there's just a regular homeless person that takes their tent or whatever, and I'm going to sleep at the state house, they get locked up. If, if us, you and I. If we went, for whatever reason, and said, we're going to sleep out at the state house, we get arrested. So the only reason they didn't get arrested, this crowd, is because they're political insiders. And they, they, they don't even realize that. And, uh, you know, again, they, they were doing it to kind of try to embarrass McKee and whatever. They were doing that, which is which is obviously fine. But then he was ready for it. But you're hearing the questions. That was the reporter from the journal who's, again, he's asking various questions, and that's fine. I don't, again, I'm not telling anyone. But the McKee people, they must be laughing when they get out of there. No one asked about the three grand. What, Dr. Scott, what about equity? Apparently, last night, Dr. Scott said, no, we don't get involved with that. You know, folks, they, they preach one thing. Oh, it's a stipend. Oh, it's a contract negotiation. No, it's not. They're giving union workers a $3,000 incentive not to get the vaccine, but to vote for Dan McKee, period. There's no other intelligent, rational explanation for it. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200, Henry Oil, online at henryoil.com. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Listen, make Henry Oil your oil provider. Lock and, lock and cap pricing, service contracts, budget plans, automatic delivery, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Folks, as always, visit the website. We have some good stories up there. Vinny Paz has gotten engaged. Apparently, the champ is getting married. See the story on that. And then also, last night, I was there, the Allure's a Christmas tree. Uh, it's all right there on the website, dipetro.com. And don't forget, dipetro.com, which is brought by Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty, based in Cumberland. Do you know Pat? She's delightful. Call her at 401-474-5253. 401-474-5253. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. If you want a dependable realtor with experience that you can trust... Call my friend Pat Elston, but there is a link at the website to Petro.com. And the reason I do that is uh, obviously if you drive, you know, people are driving and in the car and they're listing or they can't always remember. And that way you can uh, just log on to Petro.com. I'm looking at some of our sponsors right there, Brood Awakenings, Allstate Lock, 
If you need security cameras for your home or business, Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems and building security, 401-349-0042. We have all our uh, different sponsors there, Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, Surplus Provisions. You want tactical gear, the way type that I wear, which always comes in handy, and a lot more. It's also, uh, it's all right there. It's a happening on the website, depetro.com. And I, I want to be very clear about my feeling towards uh, Governor McKee. Now, I don't know. Maybe he, it's either their inexperience and they're getting rolled over by the unions and negotiations. Maybe possible that he didn't understand the ramifications of giving um oh wow hey i'm seeing this right now oh yeah no chris cuomo suspended indefinitely okay uh i think he's gonna be out i think he is um i think he's gonna be out um i saw a headline that they gave him the chop but right now i don't i don't think he's coming i don't think he's uh i don't think he's coming back um but we will uh, carry that. And then also next hour. So our friend Nicole Salas right now is in court where the teacher unions are going after her, trying to silence her. We're going to speak with a representative of Nicole um, coming up next hour. But so right now at 1259. Good afternoon. Now, the big local news, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker is not seeking reelection and his lieutenant governor. She is not going for it, which I am surprised at that, because a lot of times that would be the stepping stone. But Lieutenant Governor Karen Polito will not run for governor in 2022. So that, and we'll tell you more about uh, this situation with Governor McKee, folks. It's unacceptable. The union finally going to have, or some parts of the union already been voting on it. We'll talk about that, and Biden just continues to plummet. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The Power Hour is next on the radio, or you can listen on the website. It's John DePietro on this Wednesday, December 1st. We're back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.